0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky.
1: Hello, my beautiful friends. Blessings for an exquisite day. I hope you're feeling centered, solid, and aligned. So here's a question for you. Have you ever put off doing something you know you need to do? Have you ever knowingly sabotaged yourself, wasted tons of time, and then felt really bad about yourself? I know I have, and I believe everyone I know has. It seems to create stress and anxiety, and no good comes from it. So why do we procrastinate? Why do we put things off? Why does it seem like such an innate human propensity? And the real question, how can we stop it? (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about how to give up inertia, apathy, and guilt, and transform it into empowerment, achievement, and success. We are here with sociologist, life coach, author, and doctor, Renetta Ryman, who's also working with hundreds of talented and ambitious people who were held back by procrastination. Renetta was born and raised in Germany and has an innate sense of organization and time management that has been profoundly enriched by the creative chaos and unlimited optimism from her residency in New York City. If you add all this to her business experience in marketing research and her years of college teaching, there are few procrastination challenges that Dr. Reiming can't solve. Today, we're going to talk about her recently released book, Beyond procrastination, how to stop postponing your life. Renetta offers concrete steps to help people surrender their problematic behaviors and claim the productive, fulfilling, and prosperous life they
0: really, really want.
1: So, Dr. Ryman, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Tammy.
1: So, I love your book, beyond procrastination. I can relate to a lot of it. (laughs) So let's just start. How would you define a procrastinator?
0: Well, actually, that's a term I don't use very often because I find once people uh, define themselves as procrastinators, it's about their personality. And I try to get them away from thinking it, it's something about them, but think about the process. So instead of looking at procrastination as a personality issue, I like to look at it as a process issue. Something gets stuck, there are hurdles, deal with the hurdles.
1: Mm, that's kind of wise. I like that. Yeah, don't identify yourself as a procrastinator because then you're going to identify with being a procrastinator.
0: Exactly. And then you think about procrastination and you think you don't have a way out because it's too hard to change yourself. Uh, Uh, So it becomes more about identity uh, rather than behavior. So I I like to bring it back to behavior. And not that there aren't, psychologically speaking, uh, there's research that ties procrastination to certain uh, personality traits, but it it doesn't help you very much when you're actually working with people who try to achieve something. So it's more about finding behavioral changes that work for each specific procrastination issue.
1: Mm. So why did you choose this as your specialty?
0: Well, when I started um, my practice as a a life coach uh, almost 10 years ago, I noticed that everybody who came to me had something in common, and that was procrastination. And in some ways, of course, it makes sense because uh, you go to a life coach because you want to achieve something that you have trouble achieving, which means you're postponing for one reason or another. Um, But there was something deeper about it that um, made me think if I can help people Deal with procrastination and overcome it and and really, as I said, go beyond um, it has such a profound impact on people's lives and their, their level of happiness and satisfaction with life that would be just such a fulfilling way of uh, making a living mm-hmm.
1: so true so so why is this you know again, you know as I was saying i 've certainly struggled with this, and almost everybody I know does, or maybe everybody I know why is this why do we? get stuck? Why Why do we do this to ourselves?
0: Well, usually it's um, one of the big areas, of course, is big decisions and life changes. Uh, of course, if you want to go back to school, you want to change your, your career, you think about changes in your partnerships, those are all life-changing things. And so, of course, it's hard to make decisions there. And for some reason, it's for some people, it's harder than others. But I think we all postpone at some point. So the postponement in and of itself is not necessarily the problem. It's how do we deal with it? That's the question. Because sometimes postponing something can be very beneficial because we don't have the information yet. I mean, there are even books out on um, to wait until the last moment to make a decision because most likely we have more insight into what we have to decide on. Um, so th- there are good reasons for it. But of course, it, when we talk about procrastination, we mean we're basically holding us back. We're ho- holding ourselves back in some very fundamental way. Or it's a daily nu- uh, uh, nuance, uh, nuisance that we just can't I don't know, deal with the dishes or we don't open our mail, or things like that. So uh, it just takes away from, from life. And I think uh, what is important here to see is that there's always a valid reason why we don't move forward.
1: And are those reasons varied or do you find a common theme?
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're usually very uh, different from one situation to another. Of course, some people always uh, find that, for example, fear might be something that's really in their way. Uh, And then you have to deal with okay, what is the fear about? Is it a real fear? Uh, Is your subconscious uh, mind alerting you to to something that is in fact dangerous? Or is it something, it's a learned behavior from just having over-anxious parents? So you really have to Look at what it is specifically in order to address it properly, uh, but don't um, dismiss the reason why it's happening. Really look at it, and very often I, what I find with my clients, is "Oh, I'm just too fearful." Said, that doesn't help. For so that doesn't help. So let's look at what exactly are you afraid of, and that can be difficult for people um, because, of course, you don't want to really look at what scares you. Uh, but that's the only way to really go beyond that, so
1: Renetta, you have a um partner book where you talk about how we can use fear to actually motivate us. Do you have any um suggestions that you can share with us about that
0: yes um that's also it's also important to look at emotions not as good or bad emotions, because we like to do that, right? And we like to, right. okay, happiness right. is a yeah. good emotion. We judge good or bad. Uh-huh. Right. That fear is not, uh, there, there are no bad emotions. They're just emotions that react to different life situations. Mm-hmm. So fear um, alerts you to something is dangerous. Let's look into that and make fear your friend. Uh, And also to use fear, of course, uh, very often that's sort of the the deadline situation, that fear can be our friend to overcome procrastination because if the deadline inspires fear, it also releases a lot of energy. And that energy then can help you with pushing through the block that you're facing.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know that that has worked for me. It's it's moved me. It's gotten me um, off my buns and, and moving to to inspire and motivate me. So I think that that's very true.
0: That's why it's uh, very helpful to uh, work with deadlines whenever you can, yes. uh, to even self-impose deadlines. I mean, of course, a little bit more um, powerful when other people are uh, breathing down our necks, but uh, uh, giving yourself deadlines can also be very helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. That has been the case. That's how I wrote my book. I would promise I would write before midnight and sometimes I wouldn't write until 11.59. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I made I made agreements and commitments with myself and then followed through. So it worked, I guess. Um, so something else you write about, and I've seen this happen with like certain clients of mine. Well, if I can't do it perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. Perfectionism can keep us stuck and keep us from from doing anything. So you, you write about that. Do you see that happen a lot?
0: Yes, perfectionism is uh, especially an issue. I mean, sometimes perfectionism is actually really helpful. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who are incredibly successful because they're perfectionists. Uh, We have to look at perfectionism when it becomes an issue that... We just don't finish something or we don't start because we think, well, it'd never be perfect. So why should I even start? Yes. And that's that's where uh, sort of my work comes in. And one of the big things to remember is that really nobody is perfect Mm -hmm. and to embrace that and also to look for good enough and do that good enough in stages. For example, if you you talked about writing a book, uh, you have written something. You can ask yourself, is it good enough to show to my partner? Is it good enough to show to a friend? Or is it good enough to show to an editor? So the good enough then gives you little steps. Instead of going from zero to 100 uh, in two seconds, it really gives you a chance to, okay, this is good enough for this stage. Then I'll make it better. And probably it will never be perfect, but that's fine because if it's good enough for that stage, it's good enough. And you build, of course, you build trust that what you've been doing will get a positive uh, response.
1: That's really good because, yeah, it's like, oh, it's, it's not perfect, so I'm not going to show it to anybody. And, and I've actually read somewhere that perfectionism is is toxic, that you shouldn't even strive for perfection. But, you know, I want to strive for excellence, but I like your um, suggestion of good enough for each next step. And then, you know, refining and polishing and refining and polishing. I think that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, one person uh, told me about, um, in, in one Native American um, uh, group, that they consciously would build something into their tapestry, a mistake into the tapestry, mm-hmm. to acknowledge that humans aren't perfect, that only God is. Yes, and so it's just that humility. I, I, I thought that it's just a wonderful example of how to look at perfectionism. It's not for us to be perfect, so, but let's do a good job.
1: I think that's wonderful. And I say that all the time. It's not about being perfect. It's about being loving, you know? So, um, and I've had people say to me, I like you because you're just flawed. <laughs> like, I'm great. <laughs> well, it's a good awesome. example. To set. <laughs> <laughs> and I laugh at myself. I don't, you know, I don't pretend to be anything other. It's like, I'm, I'm dorky. I'm clumsy. It's like, but that gives permission for people to, um, to play and, and make mistakes and still be loved and lovable and so it it uh it's all
0: good. <laughs> yeah and being a human is not a bad thing. So no, it's yeah, to celebrate our humanity I think is the uh, best approach to this.
1: <laughs> so true. It's so true. So I don't know if you've seen this come up, Renetta, but this was certainly my personal um procrastination challenge on some deep level and it took a lot of digging to get to it. I didn't believe I was worthy. Of, of success or good things. So I would almost like battle myself to a standstill. Like I don't deserve good things. So I'm not even going to try because it's, I'm not going to succeed because I, I'm, I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. Is that something you've ever experienced?
0: Yes, that, that comes up. I, th- I think it has to do with, the, especially when it comes to procrastination, a lot of guilt and self-loathing tends to come into it and then of course the more we're down on ourselves the less we believe that we actually um, we actually deserve to have a good life uh, have good relationships achieve what we want to achieve because how how can we do it if we are such terrible people and mm-hmm. that's something that's really important to work on It's it's really if there is a silver bullet um, when it comes to procrastination is self-forgiveness and self-compassion that, well, I didn't do this, but I, but I can start again. Uh, and so in, instead of using all that energy to, be, to give yourself negative self, self-talk, stop yourself and, and restart. So, okay, I didn't do it yesterday, but I can do it today. Mm. And with each time we do that, self-esteem gets uh, built up in and, and a sense of, no, it, I can do it and I do deserve it. But, but that can be definitely a part of the whole procrastination problem.
1: I, I think that what you're saying is so profound. I've I've seen that happen a lot with um, personal clients. I get so stuck and they refuse to do anything because they're so entrenched in this like guilt and shame and they absolutely won't forgive themselves. So they stay really, really, really stuck. And it's it's such a tough place to be.
0: And I sometimes think that actually is a procrastination ploy, (laughs) to be honest, Mm. because as long as you um, think of yourself as a bad person, you don't have to do something and it might be easier psychologically to just beat up on oneself because it feels righteous, right? It's a righteous thing to be mad at yourself. Um, whereas it might be much harder to stop being mad at yourself and actually doing something that might be more fear inspiring mm-hmm. because you still have control when you beat up on yourself. Well, you control. Oh, yes. It. So and I think I've heard it
1: say controls the master addiction. So even if it keeps us small, sometimes that's what uh, is it? The devil, you know, is better than the angel. You don't keep you in that small stuck split. That space, so that uh, they don't have to do anything they don't have to move they don't have to like step out of their uncomfortable comfort zone
0: exactly and that's where I th- um, my work comes in uh, is to really nurture people into action to help them regain hope, regain a sense of self that's more positive, and then realize, oh, what I was fearing is not that bad. So my worst fears are actually uh, not warranted, uh, or they can be negatives, but they're also a lot more positives, um, even if something doesn't go right. Mm -hmm. And that's where, and I guess your work as well, that's where our work comes in.
1: Yeah, I always say my, my intention is to help people like themselves and love themselves. And I guess we're kind of hitting, we're going to the same place using different like um, paths. But I think what you're saying, what you're teaching, your book, it's so um, helpful, so powerful. So, Renata, how can people get a copy of your book or find you?
0: Uh, The the book's available on Amazon.com, both as a paperback and as a Kindle version. Uh, And they can also order it at a local bookstore. Uh, which are lovely places to go to. So I can only uh, encourage people to do that. Uh, And they can find me at freshlifecoaching.com. That's freshlifecoaching.com, one word. And also procrastination.com will get you to the same place. And you can read more about what I'm doing, what I'm offering, and more background um, information and tips about procrastination and how to get over it.
1: Very cool. So you have a chapter in your book that I found interesting. I've, I've seen a couple of examples of this in my life recently, and it's called Nobody Tells Me What to Do. <laughs> and I see this with certain friends, well, very arm's length friends and clients. And it's like they have this inner rebel, like they're battling themselves to a standstill, like they're cutting off their nose despite their face. So is there a way to reconcile this? Is there a way to become more congruent? What would you say to somebody who's who's got that kind of like... Um, Aspect or energy or tactic going on within themselves.
0: Again, f- dig deeper. Find out where that resentment, that anger, comes from. And who Don't, are
1: you rebelling against? You know, I think exactly. It's kind of misplaced rebellion. Maybe you had towards your parents or something.
0: Yeah, that too. And that's again, that's why it's so important. Don't just stay with the emotion and be reactive to the emotion because that's often what happens. So you feel resentful or angry, and you just take it on, uh, out on. Whoever is uh, around you. We're like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> Find out yes. who really is the target. And, and anger, of course, means somebody overstepped a boundary. So it has a lot to do with boundary issues. So, where are your boundaries and how are you communicating those boundaries? Because very often when we say yes, but really mean no, we procrastinate because this like i really didn't want to do this comes through as a passive aggressive Mm non-behavior and usually especially when it comes to uh, intimate partners or friends or i mean worse your boss that tends to backfire so find out okay what 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 was that boundary that that i need to set in order not to feel angry Mm -hmm. and then communicate that Uh, and of course if if people haven't done that, uh, start with small things like just say no uh, to something simple, like somebody wants to have coffee with you after work. You just go, no, thank you, I'm I'm busy, and and just work it because some people and especially women we're we're so trained to always say yes um, that it, we have to really practice it and and make it a skill that work, work that, we that boundary muscle.
1: Oh my gosh, exactly. I relate to that. That's a big one.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> But that so helps awesome. a lot. Yeah, if 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 um, people procrastinate because they're resenting what they're doing, uh, that's ultimately what we need to know, to do: set boundaries, and be always really gracious and polite, but set boundaries. Very good.
1: So, Renette, I'm curious: do you see kind of a theme come up with uh, people you work with in an area of life that they procrastinate the most? Uh,
0: it's different for everybody, but. It's a sort of large theme. It's either those big life-changing decisions, um, like changing careers, changing a job, um, going back to school, things like that, in personal life, buying a house, um, getting a divorce, things like that. That, of course, makes a lot of sense, but it's also the, the, the small idiosyncratic things like Uh, Just hate to open mail or I hate to wash the floors. Simple things for for everybody else or ironing or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you have. But usually uh, everybody has just like some chores that they just detest. So that's that's, uh, another one. That's pretty big.
1: Yeah. I always say I need to eat my vegetables before I can have dessert. So I have to do the things I don't want to do so I can do the things I can reward myself with the things that I I really do want to do. Like I have to organize my closet before I can, you know, start painting or something. And it wasn't always this way. I guess I've been working on this muscle without really knowing what I was doing. But life does certainly work better now that I'm, I'm willing to do the unfun things, Um before I do the fun things and make the unfun things fun.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and that's a good way. I mean, really reward yourself after, uh, after you've done something that was difficult. Um, whether anybody else thinks it's a difficult thing or not, it's just it's difficult for you. So therefore, reward yourself. And the sequencing you're talking about is perfect. Do something you don't like as much and then do something you really like. And what I find helpful, too, is to alternate. So very often people say, oh, this weekend, I clean out the whole house. At the end of the weekend, nothing happened (laughs) because it was just too daunting. It was like, I don't know. I'm working all week. I I need some fun during the weekend. And Mm -hmm. so, of course, like when when you set up this all or nothing um, uh, scenario, very often procrastination is – the the way to not do this horrible thing, but if you yeah. sequence it, you say, okay, I'll work like for an hour. I work uh, on the garage, and then I do something fun, and then for another hour, I go back to the garage and I do something else, or maybe I move to um, to the bedroom uh, or do something that I've actually wanted to do, is like redecorate uh, the living room. Uh, so do something that's fun intermixed with the more the harder chores.
1: I like what you're saying, you know, sometimes take it in bite-sized pizza pieces so that you'll get so overwhelmed by having to eat the whole freaking elephant <laughs> at once right I like that <laughs> I do that too I I circle around my husband calls me a hummingbird because I'll like do a little in one room do another room do another room and I'll circle back around I keep doing circles until it's done he goes why don't you just do one thing until it's done I'm like I don't know I guess that's not how I roll but it gets done <laughs> he's, well,
0: just and more also- linear. he's
1: more yeah. linear and I'm more like spatial I think
0: <laughs> and that's What's really important too, don't listen to other people tell you how you're supposed to do something. If something works for you, it works for you. Don't change it. So if your hummingbird uh, approach to getting things done um, works for you, then that's perfect. And if, if his linear way works for him, good for him. Don't try to change other people's approach uh, when it's really nece- necessary or think that something is wrong with you because you do it differently.
1: I, I like what you're saying, and it's taken me a long time to figure out I'm a hummingbird, and I don't begrudge him his linear, boring way of being. <laughs> it works for him, <laughs> and I think he's he's amused. He he used to try to get me to be different, but now I I know he realizes that that's an impossibility. <laughs> and why
0: should you change?
1: <laughs> I like myself. You know, it's that saying, "Know thyself," exactly. and I I think that's what we should all be doing if we really want to live you know, a happy, healthy, productive life, you know, know ourselves, celebrate ourselves, enjoy ourselves, enjoy the journey. So I think your book is so helpful in helping people, you know, start moving the direction they really want to go.
0: Thank you. Yes. And I, I, I try to make it as approachable as possible because uh, you can really uh, read the book from uh, cover to cover, but you can also just pick a specific area that tends to block you, like time management, or if it's perfectionism, you can just go to that uh, chapter. Or there are lots and lots of uh, little uh, tricks um, that I scattered all over the place. So you can just mm-hmm. open the book any place and hopefully take something away from it.
1: Yeah, you have a lot of really, really, really good suggestions. You help people kind of go deeper inside of themselves, ask questions, you do lots lots, and lots of exercises. So um, it's very helpful. You hit it from a lot of different directions. So I think no matter who's listening to this today, if you pick up this book, you're going to find value in it and it's going to help you go deeper and higher and broader and and again, become more productive and, and prosperous and, and have more fun doing it.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's the point from my perspective. That's for sure. So one more time, Renetta, um, do the shout out so people can find you and get your book
0: okay it's called beyond procrastination how to stop postponing your life available at amazon.com as paperback and uh, kindle version as well as in local bookstores just order it from them
1: so awesome this is really fun i've enjoyed you thoroughly
0: me too (laughs) (laughs) you're very
1: cute you're very smart i like you a lot (laughs) likewise yay! and to my listeners I like you too I love you be in touch with me Tammy B PhD Um, fill out the questionnaire if you want give me some suggestions who do you want on this show let's connect let's have a conversation that's what this is about relationships let's relate I love heart connection so thanks for hanging out with us God bless you onward and upward bye for now